Father in your likeness Who is the like you?
worshipers, lift your voice. They call you God. So worthy is your name, say worthy is your name. We worship you, say we worship your majesty. One more time. Holy are you, Lord, say oh. Are you, Lord? Let your voice all of creation call Worthy is your name, worthy, worthy, worthy. We worship, we worship your majesty, awesome God. How great you are.
Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, even in the people of God. Shalom, even in church. Please, I believe you are all doing well. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, myself and my family, we are doing well. The Lord bless you all. Hallelujah. My son, the royal Dakar praise. God bless you. Van Elsie, the Lord bless you and favor you. In Jesus' name. Mobrimpong, God bless you. And AJ, God bless you. Eric, blessing. The Lord bless you. How is marriage? How are you feeling marriage? Wow. My God, Eric, I have come home. Intimate cancer, Hallelujah. Wow, I thank God for the life of Sophomore. My regards to her. All right. My son, the pastor George Imprim, the resident pastor of Eagles Mountain International UCC chapter. God bless you, Sophu. May the Lord increase you and cause his unction to be strong on your life. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Vero, God bless you. Hadassah, God bless you. God bless you. Amen. May the Lord bless us all and favor us mightly in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Let's take a quick word of prayer before we launch into the dimensions of the supernatural. Glorious God, we give you praise. We give you all the glory for this evening in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus once again your people have gathered before thee we pray in the name of the lord jesus that the spirit of revelation of understanding of knowledge and of wisdom will be strong upon us this evening in the mighty name of the lord jesus open the eyes of our understanding let our hearts and our minds be settled in the light of god's word in the name of the lord jesus and any form of ignorance that is trying to capture our souls, O Lord, as the light of your word cometh forth, let that ignorance disappear in the name of Jesus. Establish us once again, even in your truth, and let your name alone be glorified. We thank you, even in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, God bless you, my dear sister, my dear God bless you. The Lord bless you all and favor you. God favored princess Nabi, God bless you. Hallelujah. 
We thank God for the gift of life. We thank Him for bringing us together once again, even to hear from Him and to also learn, even in the realms of the Spirit. Hallelujah. This one is School of Spiritual Mysteries, and it is to let us know that there are mystical things in the realms of the Spirit. There are things we don't know. There are things our eyes have not been opened to see. And it doesn't matter how deep you see in the spirit realm, there are still dimensions of the realms of the spirit that you have not yet been opened to. There are still dimensions of the spirit realm that you will not know. Hallelujah. And tonight we are privileged, or let me say this evening we are privileged even to be in the presence of God to learn some few things. Hallelujah. And then... I want to touch on some few things then. Um, I allow questions with regards to the supernatural. Hallelujah. Questions with regards to the supernatural. Now, it looks like many of us have not been experiencing the supernatural, you know, at a consistent basis. And because of that, we have little knowledge on how things actually happen in the realms of the spirit. But Paul said, we are not ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he will have advantage over us. So at, at a certain point in time, you need to know how the devil works. Sometimes for you to know how the devil works, God has to re- reveal some of his evil works to you. Because the devil works in darkness and we are in light. So it will take the light of God's revelation to unveil, to uncover some of the evil things that the devil is doing in darkness. Hallelujah. And the Lord is going to help us in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Now, I want all of us to understand something. I want all of us to understand something. From the onset of creation, when God made all spirits, don't forget what I'm saying. From the onset of creation, when God made all spirits, there there was something that God actually made certain spirits with that made them different from other spirits. And that with God made some of these spirits with that made them different from other spirits is what we call a whale. A whale. W-I-L-L. Whale. Now, we all know, as we have already understood, that even the angelic beings, they had their own will. They had the ability to choose what they wanted. And because of that will that was in them, they had the ability to decide whether they will follow what God has said to them or they will do their own thing. And it is based on the decision that you make through your will that will determine where you would want to be. Hallelujah. Now, because of this will in spirits, some spirits decided to do what they want and not what God wants. And that was the beginning of what we call evil. 
Hallelujah. That was the beginning of evil. Now, all spirits were created by God. All spirits were created by God. But then, not all spirits actually serve under God. Are you listening to me? All spirits were made by God. They were created by God. But not all the spirits actually serve God or serve under God. Very, very important. And based on the fact that this, some of these spirits actually don't serve under God, there are various ways for which those who do not serve under God do their operations. Are you following? Good. So listen to me carefully. I want you to have a little understanding on what I'm teaching us. So there are spirits. God created all spirits. And almost all spirits have what we call the will. And because of that will, they could choose whether they will serve God or not. Now there are those who chose to serve God. And there are those who chose not to serve God. Now those who chose not to serve God, they are doing their own thing in different forms. What I'm trying to say is that not all the spirits that have chosen not to serve God are not the same. They are all not the same. And they are not working in the same way. Are you listening to me? Good. Now that should also let you know and understand that not all the spirits that decided that they will not serve God, not all of them are demons. Are you listening to me? Demons are just a category just a small portion of the other spirits who have chosen not to serve God. Are you following? Good. So we should understand that. Now, the Lord will bring us to the place of understanding. Amen. So right now, we have come to understand that Amen. Maybe some of you are laughing. <laughs> you get there. Hallelujah. Good. Now, let me show you how some of these spirits decided that they will not serve God. And they will not fulfill God's purpose. 
and I want you to understand this. When God made all spirits, he gave every spirit a jurisdiction and an assignment. And he also gave every spirit an authority to serve under. So there is no spirit in the universe of God that does not have another spirit as an authority over it. Very important. Even in the kingdom of darkness, this thing works perfectly. Are you listening to me? Good. So every spirit created by God has another spirit that has authority over it. And that spirit will also have another higher spirit. So things have actually been arranged according to what we call authority. Very important. And the authority that rules over a kind of spirit is actually based on the territory or the jurisdiction that that spirit has received an assignment over. For example, when you come to, let's say when you come to Cape Coast, we have levels in the chieftaincy. We have the whole chief that rules over the entire Cape Coast. And we have the sub-chiefs. And even the sub-chiefs, every chief has another chief that is above it. So when you go to the Ashanti region, for instance, we have Otunfo as the, the greatest king over the Ashanti empire. Now, aside Otunfo, there is another king or chief that rules. And the, that king also has another one beneath it. And it will keep going down, going down, going down. Are you listening to me? Good. That is actually a, a kingdom strategy in putting authorities over things. This is how God made all spirits. So all spirits have places where God has actually positioned them to fulfill specific assignments. And I can tell you this, not all the spirits that God created were in heaven. Some of, some of them, the assignments were in Pluto. Some of them, the assignments were in Jupiter. Some of them, the assignments are in the sun. Some of them, the assignments are in the moon. Some of them, the assignments are in the sea. Some of them, the assignments are on earth. So all these spirits actually had different territories where they were made, even to fulfill the assignments. And listen, the exact jurisdiction where God was going to put that spirit to fulfill the assignment will determine how that spirit will be made. Very, very important. For example, the spirits that are in the sun, they are totally different from the spirits that are on earth. Totally different. Their appearance will let you know. They are not the same. Are you listening to me? Good. 
Now, this will let you understand because, you see, we were brainwashed to think that we have only angels and demons as spirits on the other side. So, if it is not an angel of God, then it is a demon. And that is the only thing we know. No, that's a very huge mistake. Because the number of spirits we have in the universe of God alone, eh? the number of spirits who are even not demons nor angels, plenty of them. And they are all serving their purpose. Some of them have rebelled against God. Some of them too are still in their rightful position. So there are certain spirits that God actually made over the sea to rule in certain regions of the sea who are still at post doing their work as God ordained them to do. They have not rebelled. Some of them too have already rebelled. Are you listening to me? So not all spirits were thrown from heaven. Some of them were already on earth in the sea. Some of them were already in mass in Jupiter fulfilling the assignment and they rebelled against God over there because they had their own will and they decided that they will not do what God has asked them to do but they will do their own thing and because of what they decided they don't have that connection with God again they were not thrown from heaven they rebelled against God at their post are you getting my point? You need to have this foundation. It will help you gain a lot of understanding in the realms of the spirit. Good. For example, there are certain beings known as the principalities. The principalities. These beings, their main agenda is that God actually made them to rule over territories. And when we speak of, most of the times, we are, we are earth men. Are you listening to me? We are earth men. And it is because I'm talking about things of, this, of the supernatural. That is why I'm using the term earth men. Because there are men, plenty men in the universe of God. The Bible even called Gabriel, Archangel Gabriel, the man Gabriel. So when you hear the word man, it does not necessarily mean a human being. A human being is just one portion of men living on earth. That is why when you, when you are speaking among highly spiritual people who want to use spiritual terms, they will call a human being an earth man. Because when you go to the moon, you find men there who are not men like human beings here. But they are men. So as earth men, we are mostly limited to the matters of the earth. So we don't really know much about the other planets and the other dimensions, even the space the supernatural space out there. We don't really know. Now, we don't know the being that is ruling over Venus. We don't know. We don't even know the beings that were made to live there. We don't know. And we have not been given that room to know all of these things. But then, 
we need to have understanding. Somebody said, are aliens real? It is dependent on what the understanding you have about aliens. Are you getting the point? The word alien can also be the word a foreigner. And until someone that is not from your territory enters into your territory, nobody is a foreigner. I believe you understand what I'm talking about. It is only when the person moves from his realm to your realm that you can call the person a foreigner. But so long as they are living in their own realms, that is where they are. They are. Are you following? And that is the reason why we need to understand that there are plenty beings living in different realms. God made them to dwell there. They are fulfilling their own assignment that God gave to them. So when we talk about the kingdom of darkness, we are actually not talking about only Satan and demons. No, 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 no. They are just a category of it. They just fell directly from heaven because that was where they were made to be. They were made to dwell in heaven to fulfill the assignment. But they rebelled right before the nose of God. And God, through the archangel Michael, had to sack them. And when they were sacked, because they were made to be in heaven, when they were sacked, they came to the earth. And the moment they got to the earth, they decided to set up a kingdom that will look like the heavenly one. So that it will look like they are still in heaven, fulfilling their assignment. There is... How come we had what we call the kingdom of darkness? Are you following? Good. So there are plenty spirits. Plenty. In fact, some of those spirits... When you look at the way they work, it will be totally different from your Christian faith. Are you listening to me? And this is the main reason why when you say you are a Christian, you have been bound into a specific way of life. You don't, you don't live like, you don't just talk to things. Now we have a lot of human beings who just want to be friends with spirits on the other side. So you can meet one man and you say, oh, may I have 87 dwarfs as friends. And people do that a lot. There are people whose friends are actually in the marine world. They don't, they don't like befriending any normal human being. 
There are people when they come to you and ask of money, oh, please, can you get me some money? They know you would, you would definitely not get some. But then when they befriend a spirit and they say they need money, within two minutes, the money will come. So some of them would not even love to be your friend, but they will be friend spirits. And what we need to understand here also is that some of these spirits that human beings will befriend, some of them are living in their jurisdiction, fulfilling their assignment. Some of them are just following the assignment instruction that they are supposed to fulfill. Some of them too have already rebelled against God's assignment for their lives. Are you listening to me? That is the reason why you need to be careful and watchful the spirits you engage yourself with. That is why the Holy Spirit is the one that regulates our friendship with spirits. For example, angels. Anytime you hear the word angels, you have to sit down quietly and ask the Holy Spirit, which angels are you hearing? Because there are angels that the Holy Spirit is the one that has authority over. The Holy Ghost controls all the angels, all the ministering spirits of God. The Holy Spirit is the one who controls all of them. That is the reason why there is no way any angel, any true angel of God under the auspices of the Holy Ghost will tell you things outside the instructions of the Holy Ghost. Are you following? Good. So we need to be very careful. We need to be very, very, very careful. And the thing is, when some of these spirits, or let me say beings in heaven, were rebelling against God, some of them fell from various hierarchy in the angelic. So some of the beings that fell were actually in the dimension of the seraphim. Some of the beings that fell were in the cherubim dimension. Some of the beings that fell were in the thrones. Some of the beings that fell were in principalities, powers. Are you following? So all the beings that have already fallen and are in the kingdom of darkness, they are not the same. So you can actually go into the kingdom of darkness and you meet a demon and the authoritative figure that rules over it as God ordained it has also fallen and is in the kingdom of darkness. And still, they will keep that authority that God arranged even in the kingdom of darkness. So I shared this story with you about how Solomon got a ring 
and he was able to summon all spirits with that ring. And anytime he summons a spirit and the spirit appears, he will start asking certain questions. And one of the important questions that he will ask is that, which spirit rules over you? Because the spirit that rules over that demon is the one that can frustrate the demon. Are you listening to me? And most of the times they don't disclose those secrets. So Solomon will just summon this spirit, this spirit will come and he say, which spirit rules over you? Then he will say this one. Then Solomon will call that, that demon or that spirit. And when he also appears, he will ask him, which spirit rules over you? In fact, some of the beings were so in a high rank in heaven to the extent that the only thing that some of them, the only being that was ruling over some of them was the Lord Jesus Christ. That there is no being in the kingdom of darkness that can give them instructions. There is no being in the kingdom of darkness that has authority over some of these people except Jesus Christ. Now, do you know that a false prophet can actually cast out some demons? This is actually a working of authority. So, based on the level of that false prophet in the kingdom of darkness, there will be definitely about 2 million demons that will be below the prophet. So you can just cast out the demon and the demon will leave. But there are certain beings, there is no way a false prophet can cast out. And some of these beings are also in the kingdom of darkness. Are you getting my point? Good. 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 Now, so, not all spirits who have rebelled against God are in hell. There are some of them who are still at their posts. You can go into some of the stars, the constellations, and there are a lot of spirits. In fact, we need to understand some of these things. God is an organized God. Are you listening to me? He has organized everything. There is not a single thing in the universe of God that a spirit is not watching over. Are you following? So we have a lot of spirits. Some of them, God apportioned them to rule over the nation Ghana. So we have principalities watching over certain towns and cities in Ghana. We have princes watching over nations. 
And we all know that some of these princes, some of these principalities have already rebelled against God. Now we all know that there was a prince over the kingdom of Persia. And when Daniel prayed, God sent Gabriel to deliver the answer to Daniel's prayer. But whilst Gabriel was coming, he was held captive by the prince of Persia. If the prince of Persia was for God, there is no way he would have fought Gabriel. So he had already rebelled against God and was standing against the purposes of God. It was then that God sent one of the chiefs of the princes known as Michael. And when Michael came, because he's a chief, he was able to defeat the prince of Persia. And the prince of Persia, his assignment is to rule over the entire Persian kingdom. Are, are you following? Good. Good. So we need to understand these arrangements. That is the reason why if you want to grow in the casting out of devils and other things, you need to understand the matters of authority. Very, very important. Because these spirits, they answer to authority. If not, they will never go anywhere. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost sent from heaven. All right. All right. So somebody said, but I've been thinking about this for a long time. And you brought it up. Does that mean Gabriel didn't have the strength to defeat the prince of Persia? And he needed another angel to come to his aid. Or some demons can defeat some angels of God. In fact, the main assignment of Gabriel is not to fight. He is not a fighting being. He delivers message. Are you getting the point? He's just... A deliverer of message. That is his main assignment. Unless God gives him a different assignment and he empowers him for that. But then Gabriel does not fight. Are you getting the point? So basically, that's one of the main reasons why he was held captive by the prince of Persia. And for all you know, the prince of Persia was actually one of the 
princes who is made for war. So we need to understand some of these basic things. For example, Uriel, for instance, is known as the fire of God or the flame of God. And he has a lot of assignments, a lot of assignments. In fact, according to Jewish history, those watches who came down to the earth and slept with women and gave birth to the Nephilim, when God carried them from the earth, God has kept them in a place in hell known as Tartarus. And this is a place of thick darkness. And according to Jewish history, Uriel is the one who has been given the assignment to watch over those beings in Tartarus. So aside him being the flame of God, aside him revealing the mystical secrets of God to creation, he is also fulfilling a certain assignment by watching over those beings who are in Tartarus. Are you getting it? Now, it does not mean he's stronger than those beings, but then there is an assignment given to him. And that is what he's doing. And every assignment given to you by God, God gives you an empowerment for that assignment. Are you getting it? Good. Now let me bring you to this final statement that I take some questions. You see, if you want to understand some basic things in the supernatural, you need to have an in-depth understanding on how some things work. Are you following? Especially if you want to, don't think too far. You will not understand things. For when we talk about the spirit realm, we are not talking about a far country somewhere and that you are in the physical, in a certain place. No, there is a mingling, a superimposing of the spiritual and the physical. This will help you understand a lot of things. Are you listening to me? For example, as you are sitting here, as you are walking, as you are listening to me right now, there is something on the inside of you that has actually programmed the way your face is supposed to look. And it is actually called your genes, which actually is in the DNA. Are you following? The genes. Now, when somebody wants to change the way you look, 
and the person doesn't want to do it physically. The only thing the person can do is to do what we call genetic mutation. They will find ways and means to, to introduce something into your genes to mutate the way things have been arranged. That, and that's why maybe you are looking like this. The moment that thing is mutated, it will definitely reflect in your body after some time. Are you listening to me? Those of you who are into science, you understand what I'm talking about. And now they use even laser beams, light. They can pass light through your entire body and it will mutate certain things. There's some radioactive, you know, particles that can actually cause mutation. Are you getting it? So sometimes they can just cause some um, explosion somewhere. And the only thing we heard was boom. But then we don't know that there are certain particles that will be released from that radioactive substance that will start entering, it, permeating into the bodies of people, into the skin, enter into the cells, and it will start causing changes in the very arrangement of the genes and after some time when the woman goes to give birth the child will not have one eye when the woman delivers the child might have seven fingers so mutations have been caused inside the genes that is bringing all these things are you listening to me this is how satan works Now, according to the word of God, we all know that the death and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ defeated Satan. So we all know that Satan is a defeated fool. We all know that according to the word of God. So why does it look like the guy is still at work? Was he not defeated? So why is he causing people to fall sick? If all his powers have been taken away from him, which power is he using to trouble the lives of people? Can somebody help us? Can somebody help us? Okay. I said, according to the word of God, Satan and his cohorts, the Bible said Jesus made a public show of them, triumphing over them. He conquered them. So Satan has been defeated, according to the scriptures. But then the, the question is, why is it that it looks like He's still at work. If all his powers have been taken away from him, 
Where does he get the power to trouble the lives of people? Okay, Justin said he is limited or empowered by the level of our faith. Okay. Someone said by feeding on the fear of the people. Okay. Any other? Any other? Can you all hear me, please? All right. All right. Okay. So some of us have been given answers. Um, somebody said, Satan is limited or empowered by the level of our faith. What it means is that if your faith is high, Satan is limited in, in his works in your life. And if your faith is low, is empowered by your by your lower faith. 
And this one also said, Satan gets his power by feeding on the fear of the people. Okay, God's love also said, because many of us lack the knowledge about the triumphant work of Christ, and he's feeding on our ignorance. Okay, Bernice also said, our ignorance gives him power over us. Okay, Vanelsi also said, our ignorance. Okay, there is also from Inkunim, he says, our fear as Christians. Brimpon also says, our ignorance gives him power. The Royal Decker Princess has been given authority to rule over the world before the return of Christ. The Bible calls him the Prince of this world, even though Christ has conquered him. Mm. Mm. Okay. Light Up also said, he's able to do that because of the sins we commit. In fact, this was some of, some of the things we discussed in church today. And I'll chip it in as um, we progress. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible has made it clear that Jesus has conquered Satan. The Bible said it. Are you following? In the book of Colossians, chapter 2, verse 15, Colossians chapter 2, verse 15, the Bible said, And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. He spoiled principalities. The TPT says, Then Jesus made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them every weapon and all their spiritual authority and power to accuse us. And by the power of the cross, Jesus led them around as prisoners in a procession of triumph. He was not their prisoner. They were his. Look at that. I don't know if you are getting the, the thing here. This, this version makes it so clear. So you see, according to this version, he says, Jesus has stripped all these powers and principalities. He has stripped them of every weapon and all their spiritual authority and power. To accuse us. Okay. The Amplified says, When he had disarmed the rulers and the authorities, those supernatural forces of evil operating against us, he made a public example of them, exhibiting them as captives in his triumphal procession, having triumphed over them through the cross. So, according to the word of God, through the cross, Jesus defeated Satan and his cohorts. Are you following? 
So in the book of Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14, Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14, I think I would love it in the TPT as well. But let me read it from the King James verse. He said, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. Now the TPT says, Since all his children have flesh and blood, so Jesus became human to fully identify with us. He did this so that he could experience death and annihilate the effects of the intimidating accuser who holds against us the power of death. Oh. Are, you, are you following? Let me, let me just touch on it again. <laughs> the Bible said, because we were flesh and blood when we sinned, and Satan gained power over us because for the wages of sin is death. So now once we sin, death will now come. And for the wages of sin is death is not Satan's plan. For the wages of sin is death is a declaration from the foundations of the world. That wherever sin will be found, death will go there. So when we're talking about death and the afterlife, I made us understand in church that death was a being with God, fulfilling a specific assignment. But the very day man sinned against God, another work was given to death to be the payment for sin. It was not so from the beginning. Are you listening to me? So now, because of sin, death is also reigning. And Satan is capitalizing on the death to destroy people. Because from the beginning, he led men to sin. And the moment men sinned, because God has already made that pronouncement, from the foundations of the world that once you sin you die and death there in a way is speaking of separation from God once you decide that you will not do what God has called you to do but you do your own thing you have disobeyed you have sinned and the very moment you sin you separate yourself from God and the separation from God is what empowers the enemy to do his works because once a man is in the presence of God, the hands of the enemy is tied. He cannot touch that man. But once a man is separated from God, then this guy will come and attack you. And the separation from God is what we call death. Are you listening to me? So the Bible said it was through one man that sin entered into the world and death also through sin. So death had not yet entered into the world. Death was in a different world with God, serving a certain godly purpose, totally different from what it is fulfilling now. But because sin entered the world, death as a payment also followed sin. Because for the wages, when we say wages, we are talking about the payment. No wonder. I told you this. 
that forgiveness of sins is actually not the way we think it is. Are you following? God will not just come and say you have sinned. No, it doesn't happen like that. <laughs> Are you listening to me? If God can just say they wouldn't have been the need for Jesus. Are you getting my point? But Jesus came in before our sins could be forgiven. What did Jesus do? So that our sins were forgiven. He had to pay for the sins. He received the death of the sins that we sinned. So that we can be forgiven. So now, your sins have been forgiven you because Jesus has paid for it. Not that, no, no, it doesn't happen like that in, this, in the world of God. Because for the wages of sin is death. Once you sin, you die. So we were supposed to die in our sins, but Jesus came to die to save us from the sin. Are you, are you following? That is why now, if you understand what Jesus did for you, if your sins, if God says, I'm, 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 giving, I'm putting your sins against you, you can actually tell God that God, what you are doing is not, is, is not justice. You are just God. If someone has paid, definitely give me what I deserve. And I think many, many people won't understand that. Someone said, Papa, please, if our sins are forgiven, then why are there consequences? The consequences are not from God. Put that at the back of your mind. When you begin to experience consequences of your own sins, it is not God punishing you. You can't even stand God's punishment too. The punishment of God when you sin is death. Have you died? And that death we are even talking about is not when you leave your physical body. We are talking about you being separated from God. Right now we do certain things we are not supposed to do. We sin. But then in prayer we can still even hear God. We can still see visions from the Holy Spirit. It means in one way or the other, you have not been separated from God. And the reason why it, that is so is because of what Jesus has done. Are you listening to me? But then that does not mean we should continue to do it. Because if you continue to do it, you are getting problems for your own destiny. And there is a reason why. Because every time a man sins, it affects your body. Are you following? Every time you sin, it affects your body. I'm talking about your physical body. You might not see it. In the book of First Corinthians, chapter 6, verse 18, I wish I could get it from the Amplified and the TPT. Listen to this carefully. 1 Corinthians 6, 18. 
First Corinthians 6.18. Listen to what the TPT says. He says, This is why you must keep running away from sexual immorality. For every other sin a person commits is external to the body. But immorality involves sinning against your own body. Okay, let me read it from the Amplified. He says, run away from sexual immorality in any form, whether thought or behavior, whether visual or written. Hey! <laughs> said, every other sin that a man commits is outside the body. But the one who is sexually immoral sins against his own body. Can somebody give me the New Living Translation? I think that one will spell it out better. NLT. Mm-hmm. Going to hear you sin outside your body, you might not understand. This is what the NLT says. He says, run from sexual sin. He said, no other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. He said, no other sin so clearly affects the body. As this one does. What it means is that when you sin, it affects your body. But then, when it comes to fornication, it affects your body so much, and it is so clear that even when other people see you, they can say that, "Oh, bray." Are you getting my point? Now, when you see a prostitute, you can know. Yes, even the thoughts, the visuals, and the rating, they can even affect you. And yet, sometimes when you see someone who has plenty, let me say, a high number of body count, someone who has slept with over 10 people, 15, some people have slept with over 100 people, and they are still moving, there is a particular smell that is on them. Last has a smell. You definitely smell it. That's why they love to use plenty um, perfumes with ah nothing, because if they decide that they will use any perfume, if you will know it. And aside the smell, their skin will begin to give them up. Are you getting it? Okay, you, you, you don't know that I know body counting. I'm a learned man, so you have to understand. <laughs> are, you, are you following? Now let me tell you something. Right after telling us that, you for he said every sin affects the body but then fornication affects the body so clearly and so heavily right after saying that the next verse the NLT right after saying that that when we sin it affects our bodies but then fornication 
so clearly affects our bodies much more than any other sin. The next verse he said, was this verse 19, he said, Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You, don't, you do not belong to yourself. What it means is that whenever you fornicate, you attack the temple of your body, which the Holy Ghost is building to perfection. Are you following? And I think I've, I've said this before. The Holy Ghost inside of you is building your body into a glorious temple of God. Right now, the Holy Spirit is in your heart, but that is not his final position. Where he is actually supposed to be is in your body. Are you listening to me? But then he cannot quickly enter your body without first making your body a temple that he can dwell. So right now, even though he is in your heart, he is actually molding your body to become the temple that he desires. And that one, that work is what we call the quickening of the mortal body. In the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 11. The Bible said, If the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwelleth in you, then he shall quicken your mortal bodies by the same spirit that dwelleth in you. Now in the ancient times, bricks or stones were used to build the temples. Are you following were used. Stones were used to, to build the temple. Now, this is what Peter is also telling us in 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 5. He said, Ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Let me get it from different versions. So Peter is telling us that the Holy Ghost is building us with lively stones, not just normal stones. Our stones are lively. What it means is that they have life. So anytime you sin, especially fornication, it is against the temple. Sometimes the Holy Ghost might have laid some, some bricks or might have arranged some of the stones to a certain level. The very moment you fornicate, you destroy everything. Once you fornicate, that is why he's telling you, when you fornicate, you sin against your own body. And it's a, it's a serious thing. But then we might not know. That is why among all the sins, Paul will tell you, run away. He said, flee. He said, run away from sexual sins. They affect the body so much than any other thing. 
all the other sins also will take something from you to affect your body. But then, said fornication so clearly affects the body. Are you following? Good. So we should understand that. Amen. Alright, so many of us have given the reasons why, um, according to the word of God, Satan has already been defeated, but then still it looks like we are seeing some of his manifestations in our lives. And some of us are saying it's because of the level of our faith. Some of us do also say it's because of our ignorance. So if it is because of our ignorance, what do we need? Knowledge? Is it knowledge we need? If Satan is still working in our lives because of our ignorance, then it means once we gain knowledge, he will not be able to work again. But now the question is this, how do we get knowledge? Because there is a difference between being informed and you knowing. There's a difference between information and knowledge. They are not the same. And that's the, the problem that many of us are having now. We are just getting information and we think we have knowledge. Somebody said experiencing God. It is all called the experiential knowledge of God. You see, let me tell you, there are certain things eh, you will never be able to stand unless you have experienced God in a different way. You can read the Bible as much as you can. There are some dimensions. There are certain troubles that will come after you without an experience, without an encounter. It will be difficult for you to stand. Are you listening to me? Because at certain points in our work with God, our human nature mostly takes the lead. And now we are in the Bible, we are in the Bible, we the Bible, we are I said, I remember in the year 2013, when I gained admission to the university, my sisters um, took me to Central Market, Kumasi, you know, to buy some stuff and take it to school. We were buying some, you know, foods 
shirts and some trousers for me. Two women were fighting seriously. So I just decided to turn and eja hekakra. When I turned and I looked at them, they were all having the wristband of a certain ministry. The same wristband. And we're fighting. When you see these people too in the evening praying every day, me see enana dream abrami umpai me pabonifobia la. Oh, oh, no encounter, nothing. I'm telling you. Some of the people joining lunch for a fire. Now we have people who will who sleep with their boyfriends, boyfriend, who go and have sex with them. And they'll finish everything around 11.50. Then 12 a.m. came. You are joining Alpha Hour. You will say a bomb pie. Jesus. Hmm? That's that's our problem, and that's what the devil wants to. And many of us don't know that. And probably you never break bone in the end. You know, answers in a bucket near the lifestyle about to go. Indeed, in a far course, we don't know. God, dear, he will definitely hear your prayers and he will definitely release the answers. But then, you have to understand how answers manifest in the lives of people. They pass through certain areas of your life. Sometimes, your answer will be through a man. You have sucked your answer out of your life and it will take you years. That's what we keep doing, you know. That's what we keep doing to ourselves. That is the reason why it is in your body that the glory of God is supposed to be revealed. It's any time you sin against your body, you're actually affecting your glory in life. It's Are you getting my point? You need to understand these things. Because you 
somehow you will be you will be influenced by spirits and you just you will make a certain mistake and you after making that mistake you will just go before God because you will know that there will be a certain fight within your own system your soul will be will be will be sad why have you done this do you know what you have caused this 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 you would want to you would just cry go and hide somewhere Lord please have mercy on me this 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 that then after two weeks by understanding you get to know things are okay and you keep moving and you, you learn your own lessons that one is different from the person who does it today and plan to do it next week and next two weeks to another plan is in the pipeline you see and the friend said if you have understand you will know and it doesn't matter the number of times you come and tell you stop stop sing stop stop it's not about the shouting what you need is light you just need understanding you need understanding and the fear of god listening to me unless you don't care about your destiny because anybody who wants his or her destiny to glorify god if you get to know that fornication can disturb your glory in life if you want god to be glorified in your life you start fighting fornication. You start fighting it. Are you listening to me? Yes. Some young ladies are struggling to marry now. And it is not a punishment from God. It is the consequences of, the, of certain sins that they sinned. They have been forgiven. But it has affected their bodies. to me you have been forgiven so you need to have the light of God's understanding in order for things to be restored and one of the things that the light of understanding will let you know is to desist from that somebody slept with a married man and it was not once another married man another married man what you are doing to yourself you are rather attacking your own glorious marriage you might not know and mostly that's what the devil does this is when she has a person who is trying to be nice to you, no, he wants to sleep with you. Every time, married men, married men, run away. Are you listening to me? Don't take it to be normal. It is, it is a certain ancient plan against the glory of your life. 
And as some of you listening to me right now, if God tells you what He has purposed to do with your marriage, you will not joke. You will not joke. So a married man was making advances towards you. Then you said, oh, let's just, just, it's nothing, you know, just maybe once or twice. Look into it, say, God forbid. Say, God forbid, what? Now some of you, at your workplace, your boss is just trying to make advances. You know he's married. Boss, I don't like that. Boss, stop what you are doing. Can you say maybe or what you are doing? Sorry, you flee, you fool has to flee. No, a jibi one tada and you never too free with a bunny. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, eh? sometimes eh, if you realize that the thing has been persistent, eh, it is better you lose your job and keep your glory. Are you getting my point? Sometimes you now go ahead, just write your resignation letter. Lord, if there is no way this thing can be solved, Father, I am leaving this place. Create a better way for me. Pa. Sometimes when you go before God, I don't know what is happening. My boss is troubling me. Father, help me. Sometimes God can just, within a week, a transfer will come. And that boss may be three a year. Hallelujah, and you'll be free. Some of you, the things you've taken from your bosses, eh, that's why you cannot resist them. Nema waji, washing machine, or iPhones too, or laptop, meaning our boss in a toy. What they can say, what they can say, that some of the ladies, I don't know what's wrong with you. Why are your fathers? Don't you have fathers? So if you know that when, when you say, please, I cannot sleep with you again, you'll be phoneless, you'll be laptopless, you'll be washing machineless. Just everything you do less. And because you want to keep those things, you continue to sleep. You know, you say, Yeah, the laptop for Philip Destinia. What do you know? I'm only now. Some of you young ladies, too, would be my whole fetch. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here. See, I feel burning. I feel. 
Obanin etikokratis will be a name. Ye. That's how Satan fell. Hmm. Dear careful. Are you listening to me? Sometimes when you see and go for and that some people who see me who have is kind of say, Oh, you are more See, they think I'm unique or there is none like me. Let's <laughs> just say, you see, that kind of thing. And when they want to spiritualize the thing, you see, who will say me why if I. You think we don't know you? Eh? We know we, um, we have been in church for years, so I know. Sometimes they just want people to comment on their pictures. Those were trap pictures, be Sunday after church. We are not swelling in a good status. It's all for caption, be crowned to honor, blessing will be that. Whether her pictures or the Koswahe, Edding, I'll be no be a man like I said, Oh, you look good. Was it really as if you really saying? I know. <laughs> I know this thing. I'm still in my youthful stage. <laughs> and some of you, when you post that picture, you are just expecting one guy be to watch it. Yeah, you know, you know. It's one of the main reasons why we took those pictures. When you post it, sometimes you just check when it's online or part or post it. And with the moment you see that he has watched the, the picture, I view person. Mm. So monakataya. Even if he doesn't comment, you know that at least he's he, maybe right now he's thinking about you or something. Like is it now, to now, gentlemen, just is he thinking about me uh, right now that he has no bread? Oh, no bread. Oh, I know, I know these things. Oh. I know, pa. Hallelujah. And let me now, Ubejai. When you mature, you stop all these things. But the thing is, and change you the answer because at this stage, when you see me, maybe in Tamoa, every time I win, you know, make a lot of mistakes. Now, if you do old age, ever correct a lot of me, don't do that. Are you listening to me? Don't do that. Eh? We are in an era eh, when people keep. Proposing to you, I love you, I want to be with you. It is not always a breakthrough. Be careful. 
we see we have some of the ladies they just want to be hearing oh i love you are so beautiful can we can we let's say mama be brave but in the agenda just say oh bah it's a mama be brave but if you have the audit now maybe we are still agree ah right now if two people come you can get 10 people coming to you to say they love you and it could be only half that is saying the, the truth only half When I say half, I'm not talking about half of the ten, as in five. No, 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 no. I'm trying to say that in one because the one that has maybe a certain love in his heart, at another dimension of the same person, he doesn't love you. I'm telling you the truth, though. So you need to be very careful. Wrong ladies, you hit a certain stage of your life. Can I can I say this? Eh, just just be who God wants you to be. Don't be who you want to be. Unless what you want to be is what God wants you to be. If you, have, if you have understood my statement. Because there are times what we want for ourselves and what we want to be, it is totally different from the plan of God for us. And if we follow them, we will end up destroying our own lives. But then human beings, our friends, our families waving clap for us. Are you getting it? Yeah, you can even somebody can propose to you, eh? the guy will kill you. But then your friends will challenge you, get eyes and why are they saying that? They're just looking at his beard, how he looks gentle. And how he dresses nicely. And no one knew. And all your friends are telling you get eyes. Hey, telling you, 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 get, you get eyes for good things. Your friends are telling that you this one is a good thing and you're accepting it. You don't know destiny. Right now, guys can tell a guy that you get eyes when the, when the lady's buttons is big. See, the lady with big buttocks. So right now we have a lot of guys who are trying to be in relationship with big buttocks women. And once your buttocks is flat like a flat bottom flask or a frying pan, no guy wants to come close. So right now, most of these ladies are putting pressure on themselves. Some are taking injections. Those little botox on the back while twelve CDs, eight CDs. No balance, no one number. Ah, 
getting a man is a fulfillment of destiny hey we need to be careful young ladies be careful huh? you need to be very careful Hey, listen to me. Can I make this statement? It will sound some way, but let me make it. The only place a woman is a helper to a man is in the context of marriage. Don't forget what I've said. The only place a woman is a helper to a man is in the context of marriage. You are not married to any woman. Fulfill your own life. Fulfill your own destiny. If you are not married to any man, fulfill your own destiny. Once you marry, as a woman, you are a helper to the man. And the thing is, marriage is not even by force. You can choose to marry or not based on the destiny that God has given to you. If you decide that you will not marry, you don't have anybody to submit to as a woman. You just respect your father. Respect all men. Go your way. You don't have anybody to submit to. But once you marry, you can't can't choose your own thing. Once you marry, are you getting my point? This is what they did not teach us. Marriage is not by force. But if you decide that you marry, follow the laws and the rules that God has set for his kingdom marriage. Don't use your traditions to explain marriage. Are you getting my point? If you're a Christian, go according to the scriptures. The Bible said, the woman is supposed to submit to the man. The Bible said the man is the Lord of the woman in the context of marriage. We are not equal in marriage, never. We are equal in the inheritance of salvation. But we are not equal in the context of marriage. Are you listening to me? So in the context of marriage, the Bible is making the man in the form of Christ and the woman in the form of the church. You can't come and tell me that a man of God, so if the men, if they don't show us love, we too will not submit. With the married crime note there. Don't even think of marriage at all. I, uh, maybe you don't. I will say it. I will say it. I will say it. It is here, Baba, and do it so that I also do it. Yeah. You are not serious. 
you are not serious. I'm talking to the young ladies who I'll come to the men. We are talking about new like spiritual mysteries in the hobby. <laughs> that is why if you are not yet married, eh, choose wisely. Are you getting the point? Because you you submit to him. You can't say by man of God is not living a godly life. Where is he now could you see? understood some things especially our mothers sometimes you don't know what they have seen in our fathers you know when we were, when we were all grown so our fathers you see some of our fathers when we miss car they don't talk to anybody your mother will not even utter a word she will still go and cook prepared nicely after your father has gone out to misbehave then she, he comes back. Mom will be like, is everything okay? Mom will just put some water on fire and, you know, start using some towels to do some things. But our dear sisters, in our days, we don't, we don't like that. The whole thing has actually turned upside down. So those times, the men were enjoying now the women are forcing the men to let them enjoy. <laughs> so when sister can be quiet and she can be moody for three hours, if you don't ask what is wrong, if you ask, is everything okay? She say yes. You are saying now. Like, I don't like the, your facial expression. It looks like there's something wrong. What is it? Nothing. But the nothing, nothing, sir. I'm okay. Everything is fine. It's okay. It's okay. Sir, four, five hours. Uncapping. 
It seems like they would want you to start giving options. Why, why are you moody like that? Why is it that um, you don't have money? Is it that um, you know you have a you have a stomach problem? Are you having this? Are you having do canal kusia the chronoswa? This woman said, "Ampa, enune oho." You tell it in a wonka. And it is una kano phoneu bizu ni abotreno. Ono bisa mumu ni ensa ufino. Afana tadi ogo ne kono. Oko? Wow, da wana utumi se se ni nemesi kono. You are programming. So don't you know that I'm going through issues? <laughs> Come on. But I asked you, didn't even say anything. He said, most of the men, it will be any time. <laughs> I'm telling you, something is worrying you. See it. And it's one car. With me, besides, seven hours. Who is the time? Sister, go and stop those things. I am crying. Are you getting my point? Yes, sometimes you can take a whole week on card chrono. You are too moody. You know, the way you even hang up. Okay, so um, we'll talk later. Quick, no, I'm Hey, talk when I'm say, Okay, then, bye bye. We miss our time. No, cry. So, when are you going to see your supervisor tomorrow? Streets like that. So are you okay? So your project are you in chapter one or, or two? One. One for chapter crow nick and crana abetenti. One. So the guy that is helping you to do it, um, how much is he taking? I don't know. What do you gain from these things? Hmm? Ah, attention. So that the guy will be with you sir, for hours. What is it? You are not talking that he's with you. You have not seen a busy man before. Eh? <laughs> and that's the reason when some of you marry some busy people, you think they don't love you. We say we are about three so man, huh? So if you come to your then your husband will be with you all day, all night. Uncle Juma, you don't be acting. I want you to be. Just stay with me. Uncle Juma, please come back here. You stay. Now come there. What are you going to eat? Listening to me, don't say it is part of me, and that is that's how I am. 
you will lose precious things. I'm telling you, intentionally work on them. Okay? Train yourself. When I'm going through issues, when I'm going through something and I don't like it, if I am with a beloved, let me voice it out quickly. Because see, the way things are going, I don't like it. Because oh, what is it? Tell me. Feel free. Say the thing. In fact, that some men will not even notice that your mood has even changed. <laughs> they will not. You know, some of the ladies, when they start doing plenty times, you know that they have issues. Any simple thing. What is it? Sometimes when they are living with a housemaid, they will channel all their anger and wrath on the, on the maid. They make a simple mistake. Right? So why? And if the man goes and says, ah, why are you talking to the lady like that? Hey, see here. Will take you to the palace. Be treasure, I'm telling you. We need to learn these things. Are you listening to me? Mature. So I need my emotional, need my breathing in a way here. Are you getting it? And I also telling the men sometimes we will not be to my boy. I'm a man. I fast. If you are with a lady who is very emotional, you have a lot of work to do. Are you listening to me? You have a lot of work to do. Now, we are, ladies are emotional beings. But then, some of them have actually worked on their emotions. We have some of them, when they are in trouble, they will tell you immediately. You don't have time to be thinking about it and be crying and they don't even know what to do. We will be this our time now. We will just tell you immediately, Charlie. Because the way you are working with this lady, I don't like it. Please, be careful. I don't want anything to happen between you and this lady. Please, please, don't they go their way. Some of them too, when they see that they will not talk to you for this. What is the matter? Hmm. Hmm. Then the next day they will post something on their status. Cheating does not start when you sleep with a person. It's, it even starts through your chat. <laughs> you think I don't know you? I know you, pop, 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 I know. Start posting a lot of unnecessary things instead of you to go to the person. Sometimes the person is sitting beside you. You know, this guy is even innocent in the mind. He doesn't even he can even watch your status and still not know that you're actually talking about him. And look at sure. status. Why did you post that? What are you trying to say? Is he when you post you watch and you don't say anything? Hey. They want to, they want to die. 
So I'm talking to the men, listen to me. If you are with your wife or your beloved, learn how to pick their body language. Learn how to pick the swinging of their moods. Are you listening to me? Yes. Learning some of the men to I don't care those to do. I don't care you too much. You can't work with a woman like that. You see? I'm telling you, it's a serious issue with most of the men. And we need to learn. So we are not used to some of these things because of boys' boys' movement. But if you want to work with a woman, this is not boys' boys' matter. There are many things you need to learn. Are you listening to me? Yes, there are certain things you would have to stop doing and there are certain new things you would have to start doing. Don't live with a woman like a boy, like the way you move with your boys. You always have problems. You learn new things. And you don't live with a, a man like the way you live with your, your friends. Learn new things. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. Maybe your beloved goes out to, um, you know, do her hair. And when she got back home, she sent you a picture. Some of them will not even send their picture. They will just want you to ask them. Oh, uh, you, you told me you're going to braid your hair. Can I have a picture of it? Then they say, oh, really, you want to? Okay, fine, I'll send it to you. But some men, they hope I will know for more than family home. People who deserve Guso and Nyanasem. They won't even ask. And even when they see you physically, they will not even notice. Hey, let me say, let me handle something here. If something like that happens, huh? if you're a woman, mature, don't take offense. If you're a man, change. Don't keep doing that. This will help both of you. Are you listening to me? Because sometimes the issues that actually come between people who are in relationships, eh, you will just laugh. But to the lady, it's a serious issue. A Hey. Sometimes they will just call you because we need to talk. <laughs> and it looks, it looks like a serious court case. I just have a phone here and a big guy. I am a cancer man. I was a 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 man. I
but it has occupied every portion of her mind and the thing looks so big to her the ones you ignore it so you don't love me you don't even care about and they will cry because you don't even care about me <laughs> we the guys will be watching so why this matter to you are crying ah you are too emotional why is that hey. you spoil the whole matter she will never forget that day even if you marry after seven years if something happens then that's what you did last seven years i remember vividly it was 11th of april it was 3 29 pm when you said this and said that and said that <laughs> they won't forget you May God help all of us in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. So learn new things. Are you listening to me? You see, there is a certain general lifestyle that will help you. Eh? Decide in your... Just have some basic understanding. Are you listening to me? See men in a certain dimension of, of them as men. It will help you. Oh, it will help you. And this is something that I've learned that has helped me a lot. I don't take offenses on anything. I don't have that time. The Lord is my helper. When somebody does something against me, I just get to know why the person did that and at, at a point i just say oh they are men and men at a point their weakness would try to catch up with them so it's just normal and me and some of you you will never do such a thing you'll be all like born in you take offense right now you'll be so sad you will be crying. I don't even know. How, how could you do this to me? How could? Is he Jesus? If he's not Jesus, he will do it to you. And do it to you again. So learn. Didn't you read what the Bible said? Curse be the one who put his trust in another man. You are in a relationship with a guy. And you went to sleep with another lady. And you got to know about it. Is very bad. The guy has been unfaithful. What are you going to do? Some of you say it's okay. I can't. I can't. I can't be in this relationship again. I've lost trust. As a man of God, you know, it takes time to build trust. What this guy has done right now, I think I've, I've lost trust in him and I'm, I can't continue with this journey. Thank you. Pack your things and go. And wait for Jesus. He's the only one who will never disappoint you. The only one. Mm.
say to me, wait for Jesus. He's the only one who will never disappoint you. And definitely you come back and marry us as the church in teaching our wedding or why? Amen. Wait for your Jesus. Hallelujah. May the Lord help all of us. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Okay, let me take the last question. Any question in concerning the supernatural, concerning the spiritual world? Any question? Any question? There are some of you who are afraid to marry because they are ready to ending. They are ready to ending. Ending. Emrenso. Ending. Emrenso. It is dependent on where you are standing. Are you listening to me? Okay. The way that kept said that the book of Enoch is strange. Metatron seemed to be Enoch. That is what that version makes it look. Then that one, the comment I would have to make on it. There is a place where God lifted Enoch to. But then, when you begin to read through and go into the depth, you will realize that there are certain names of God that were given to Metatron. Very direct names of God. And this does not seem to be a human being. Are you getting it? Good. And according to the position of Metatron, there is no angelic being or highly ranked being in heaven that is higher than Metatron. That is the rank. He is even higher than the Seraphim. And we all know that right from the Seraphim, you are going direct to God. So 
So how come there is another being that is beyond the seraphim? And he controls all beings, all the beings in heaven. Now Metatron was given, and I believe some of the, maybe this, this is your first time hearing of it. According to the book of Enoch, at certain portions, they make it look like Enoch was the one that God changed from being Enoch to Metatron. And in fact, it is actually out of this that many people do believe that when believers die and they go to heaven, they attend to angels. But it's not scriptural. Are you getting the point? The only thing angelic about human beings or Christians when we die is that we await the glorious body that is like this, but then ours will, will even be higher than this. Are you following? Good. But then, from many school of thoughts, a lot of people do believe that Metatron is actually a transformed Enoch. You're going to begin to read the book of Enoch. He sees a lot of things concerning how when he got to the seventh heavens, oil was poured on him so that his body could be changed for it to enter into the other heavens. Are you getting it? We need to basically understand some of these things. But then, I have a comment on who Metatron actually is. And it will come later. Somebody said, but you have a question. Bible scholars said the book of Enoch is not authentic. It's not an authentic book. You would have to take time to know why they are saying so. Are you getting it? Yes. So don't, don't be in a hurry to just reject something. Take your time. Hmm? There are many books of the Bible that we don't even have in our 66 books here. It does not mean those books are not authentic. No. So you have to now understand. There is something we call canon. And the canon actually speaks of the putting together of the books of the Bible. And in fact... There were people that sat down and decided that let's add this book, let's remove this book. And they actually brought out some criteria where they were going to use to take a book out of the Bible or add to the Bible. Are you getting it? When you even read the book of Jude, Jude made a 
statement that Enoch prophesied that the Lord will descend with 10,000 of his saints. Enoch prophesied. That's what Jude said. It's in the book of Jude. But we did, n- we did not read anywhere in the Bible where Enoch prophesied that kind of prophecy. So the question is, where did Jude hear that prophecy from? Are you getting the point? Uh-huh. So if Jude has said it, and as for Jude's own dear, we have written it, and Jude is talking about what Enoch said, where did Jude get it from? It could be, maybe he had a vision where Enoch was saying it. But then this one looks like something that was written. That means Jude had access to something, to some of the prophecies of Enoch that we don't have in our Bible. But if we have put Jude in, in, our, in our 66 books, then definitely we should actually get Enoch. Are you listening to me? Yes. There's another book called the book the book of the wars of the gods or the book of the wars of God so all the wars that the Israelites fought that God empowered them to win there is a book that records every single thing that one too was supposed to be in the Bible we don't have it Are you getting the point? So in the book of Numbers 21 verse 14 Numbers 21 verse 14 the Bible said wherefore it is said in the book of the wars of the Lord it is said in the book of the wars of the Lord what he did in the Red Sea and in the books of Anon so God did something in the Red Sea and he also did something in the books of Anon. But we don't know it. Why? Because it is only written in the book of the wars of the Lord. In that book. So we are limited to what God actually did in the Red Sea. Because we don't have it here. But then it is written in the book of the wars of the Lord. But we don't even know where that book is. There's also another book known as the Book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel. In 1 Kings 14:19, he says, And the rest of the acts of Jeroboam, how he wrought and how he reigned, behold, they are written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. So there are a lot of books that even our 66 books actually recommend. 
but they are not here. The question is, why are they not here? Some people sat down. There was something called canonization, the bringing together of these books. In fact, some of them were very ancient books. One of them that they nearly took out of the Bible was the book of Job, because it is the oldest book in the Bible. They nearly took it out. Because there were many mystical things that Job was talking about that they couldn't understand. Are you getting it? And this one, when we start, when I start my, my um, I'm going to start a theological seminary by the special grace of God, God willing, next year. We are going to have the online one and we are also going to have the the direct one-on-one -on -one, one also hallelujah we are going to learn things that you will never learn in any bible school amen and by the time you are done Hallelujah. So let's get ready. We are going to talk about canonization and all those other things. We're going to details. In fact, when I was doing my, my master's in theology, which many people don't know of, one of my project assignments was actually in canonization. The criteria that they set in order to add some books to the Bible and to also remove some books. So we need to we'll get more time and go into all that when the Lord grants us the grace. Hallelujah. Well, wow, somebody said I did it in level 200. That's great. That's great. I think those who did religion, um, you 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 get the, you got the chance to learn some of these things. All right. I wish you have all. The Lord bless us and keep all of us strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. All right. We are believing God. That God willing, in the course of the week, we are going to fix the two doors of the newly built church auditorium. And once we are done, we are going to start with the wiring and then the tile and works. Hallelujah. And by the special grace of God, tomorrow is going to be exactly two months we started the work we started it started clearing the land on the 13th of september <laughs> and in fact the lord has been gracious to us so we are believing god that in the next two weeks most of the work would have been done in the next two weeks ahead of us we are going to complete 
the, the main gate, the tiling works. We are going to complete the wiring, the ceiling, the fixing of the bulbs and other things, and also the painting in the next two weeks. I believe in God for great speed to accomplish that assignment. Hallelujah. So keep the church in prayer and also keep your support coming. Amen. If you support the building of the church of God, whenever we stand in that auditorium to praise God and honor God, something glorious will happen to your destiny and even to your generations yet unborn. It will be a covenant that God will create between you and your generations. If you have suffered, don't let your generations yet unborn suffer. Set a good and a glorious path for them before they come. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless us and keep us strong. God willing, we are going to meet this dawn at exactly 5 a.m. GMT for the morning glory experience. May the Lord bless us. If you want to support the work of God, the number is 0240312551. If you want to sponsor the church building project with any amount, the number is 055 the Lord bless you and keep all of you strong. We shall meet at exactly 5 a.m. GMT for morning glory service. God bless you. Right after here, I'm going to upload. I'm going to upload the message so you can go and download it. The Lord bless you and favor you all. We shall meet. Shalom. Bye-bye.
Say there's an arm. 